Hey, have you ever felt like you're running on a never-ending treadmill? Always busy, but never really moving forward? Are you that manager that's kind of stuck in the day-to-day grind, always kind of longing to inspire and motivate your team and, and wanting to lead them with confidence, but it's so challenging and that's where you get stuck? Hey, leader, if that's you, buckle up because today's episode of the Leaders Listen Up podcast is an exciting one. It's just as exciting as a roller coaster ride at Disney. When I was designing today's episode, I really wanted to make sure that when you're on that hamster wheel, on that treadmill, when you say to yourself, oh, there's so much to do and I just can't do it. And where do I start? And, you know, I need someone. I need somebody else in that role. I need to find new people. I need to find new staff. You know what I'm talking about? That never ending to do list of things that we just can't get ahead of. When you're in that moment, my friends, when you're thinking of those thoughts, those challenging thoughts that are sucking the life out of you, that are really exhausting you as a leader, I want you to think of the shine method. It is my solution to helping you be productive and proactive moving forward. So in this episode, let's dive in. I'm going to share with you what the shine method is all about. And I want you to keep this top of mind every time you're thinking of those things that keep you on that hamster wheel. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Crystal DeCuna here, and I am thrilled to welcome you to the Leaders Listen Up podcast. I'm your host, and I look forward to being your friend. Each week, we'll equip you with new tools and creative techniques to help you design epic customer and employee experiences, allowing you to drive loyalty, retention, sales, and of course, deliver award-winning service. Bottom line, my friend, we want you to be the people's champion for your team and your customers. All right, so shine, S-H-I-N-E. So let's start with the S. Number one, my friends, it's about setting clear goals. Just like Oprah Winfrey says, you know, you become what you believe, right? Do you know that? You're a leader. You're already here. You're already tuned in and dialed into being a better leader. So we got to get really clear on those goals. The thing is, is when we set these clear and achievable goals for yourself and for your team, it's like a roadmap to success. They know what they need to do, when they need to do it. And if you're a great leader, you're showing them how to do it along the way. Here's the thing. The roadmap allows managers to transform into leaders. And my friend, it's not something I've created. It's something that I've learned. And it's something that I've been inspired to use with my clients and and my colleagues. Because the reality is, when you listen closely, the world's already taught us everything we need to know about leadership. But what it does is it really tells us how important those routines are, how important it is to to lead and not manage. And so, you know, we have to listen to what the, the best leaders in the world have shared with us. And the best leaders don't always have the title. The best leaders are the ones that you're thinking of right now. When I ask you the question, who who's the best person that you've ever followed? Who's the person that's inspired you the most? You want to be that person. You want to be able to admire characteristics of their leadership style. And you want to be able to own that because that's where you feel like your best leader. So when it comes to to really setting these clear goals, you know, let's go back to the vision, the mission, the core values, your brand promise, your customer experience promise. Those are the things that help to keep your team connected and aligned. You know, the thing that most organizations are challenged with when it comes to vision, mission, core values is that it's not consistent. And I know I've, if you've listened to other episodes, I know I talk about it all the time. Because without that clear direction, 
it's it's almost impossible to move forward. And I don't just mean clear direction, but your team needs to know what those tactical things are that they need to do every day, day in and day out to bring that vision, that mission uh, to life, right? They need to be able to know what it is that they need to do specifically to be able to satisfy the goals, to be able to practice phenomenal customer experience and customer service delivery. What do they need to do specifically? Uh, a great thing to do here is, you know, if you haven't done a vision, mission, core value, strategy session, if you haven't done one of those since COVID, uh, it's time to kind of go back and look at the vision and the mission. A strategy session, like a strategic planning session, a lot of organizations have dove into this over the last couple of years. Well, I would say the last year, I've I've had a lot of requests for strategic planning sessions, but um, I take a different approach, right? And so their vision and mission, we have to really look at that. Maybe it doesn't need to be completely changed, but it needs to be like inspiring. It needs to be engaging. It needs to be something that your entire team is willing and committed to like dive in and do it, right? Get it done. That's where we need to look at the language that we're using in um, in your vision, mission, core values, all that good stuff. All right. These type of strategy sessions, you know, if you're if they're done right, it'll really help to align your team and really bring you immense clarity, my friends, so that you know exactly what you need to do, how you need to do it, when you need to do it. You know, what are those tactical things? But here's the thing. A shocking 60% of new managers fail in the first 24 months of their position. Uh, this was a study done by CEB Global, and they talked about, you know, the importance of making sure that we're engaging and we're onboarding our leaders properly because the investment in hiring a leader and training a leader and then losing a leader in 24 months is exponential, right? And so we want to be able to create some clarity and being clear on the their direction and what they're committed to, uh, to move the organization forward. That, my friend, is what's going to set you up for success. So number one in the SHINE methodology is set those clear goals. All right, H. H stands for harnessing focus. Uh, you know, if you followed me for a while, you know I'm a Tony Robbins fan. Uh, you know, my son and I walked on fire back in uh, 2015. We went to Chicago and we had a chance to walk on fire with him. And I've been engaged with many of his team members and, and he's coached me over the years. And so it's been a really great uh, learning experience. But one of the things for sure that he talks about is getting focused. You want to really prioritize what matters, right? It's like choosing that that ride at the amusement park. You want to be able to to choose kind of which one you're gonna is worth standing in line for. Which one's gonna give you that biggest thrill? Uh, Zarek and I just went to uh, Orlando a few months back, and you know the lineups were pretty intense. Um, but we went to go see that new Star Wars exhibit, and he was focused. Mom, I want to go do this ride, this ride, this ride. This one's gonna have the biggest lineup, um, and so he, we were prioritizing, right? Uh, what are we going to do first? What are we going to wait the longest for, wait the least for? Um, and that's what your team needs to do, right? They need to, we need to be able to harness their focus. So as managers, we we often prioritize those things that are on our checklist, right? We're often prioritizing the things that uh, maybe bring us the quick wins or uh, that are financially rewarding or help us meet those KPIs. But here's the thing. When you're a manager and you're trying to to manage all those operations, you have a different mindset. It's focused on the financials. It's focused on the KPIs. It's focused on hitting the numbers. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. It's important. But who gets us those results, my friends? As a leader, we prioritize our people. 
right? And this was one of the best successes I had uh, working in retail uh, a few decades ago, a decade and a half, maybe two decades ago now. Um, you know, I just had such a joyful career in retail. And it was really because I prioritized people and my people prioritized me. When I asked my team member for help or support, like there was no question they were giving it to me and because they knew that I gave it to them. Right. And so we if we learned anything through through the height of covid, it's that our people are our best asset. We want you to be able to harness that focus. And so when you're when you're focused on coaching and you're focused on your people, you don't always have to catch the bad stuff. You can catch that great that great moment that they achieved this week or, you know, something that they did this week that really aligned with those core values. And I want you to take a look at your schedule. This is focus. Focus on making sure that anywhere from 50 to 70% of your time, maybe even 80% of your time is focused on coaching your people. And the more you can do, the better. I recently had a conversation with uh, one of our clients, Nadine. And um, Nadine, if you're listening, this is you, and I'm so proud of the work you've done. Uh, but it was really fantastic to see her schedule change. She owned her schedule. She pulled herself out of the office a couple of days during the week. And her priority, her first thing she schedules every week is her coaching sessions. doesn't mean your staff needs to do something wrong in order to have a coaching session. She was getting ahead of it. And her team was coming prepared to these sessions. My friends, they have to be 10, 20 minutes. They don't have to be these hour-long meetings. You just have to be able to give your team something to focus on. And you have to focus on that. All right, S-H-I, shine. So I is for inspiring alignment. And when I think about inspiring alignment, uh, a quote comes to mind from my mentor, uh, my coach, John Maxwell. And he shared uh, the, the idea of a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and then shows the way. And so my friend, in order to be able to make sure that you're aligned with your team, you have to dance together right? You have to be able to dance together. They can't be doing one dance and you're doing another dance. You have to dance together. And so, you know, when I think about this study, there's a, there was a study done by Gallup and it talked about the fact that only one in 10 people possess the actual talent to manage, right? And it really highlights the importance of nurturing those leadership skills because we don't want just management abilities. We don't just want those operational management uh, we're trying to transition from being managers to really being inspirational leaders. And, you know, you think of your team as like those different instruments in a symphony orchestra. Every time I've managed a team, I've really thought of my team as kind of like different instruments in an orchestra, right? Everybody had a unique role to play, but when we all played it together, oh, it was fabulous, right? And I was the maestro. I was the person. I was literally my fascination advantage. If you haven't heard of it, I'll put a link in here, but uh, fascination advantage is an assessment tool that I use. And my fascination advantage years ago when I was leading this particular team was actually the maestro. And that's it. I was leading this orchestra. And so I need to make sure that I had the right people to play the right instruments. My job outside of, of the performance was to coach them and make sure that they, they had the right tools, they were set up for success. But at showtime, my job was to lead. 
My job was to make sure I was orchestrating the right, uh, the, the perfect tune, right? And so that's kind of how I looked at leadership. I looked at making sure that we were all aligned. We all had a role. Um, and it was really quite fantastic. You know, certain people on my team were really great at organizing. Certain people were really great at picking up the phone. Others were really great at some of the, the uh, sales marketing side of things. So just depending on the different organizations I've worked with, I've always looked at my team that way. And my friends, it allows people to really own their own leadership style, right? So um, so making sure that your team is fully inspired with alignment, that they know what they need to do and how they're contributing to that you know, orchestration, that, that performance. All right, N. N is about nurturing talent. And as my coach, Sally Hogshead, would say, uh, different is better than better. And so we want to be able to nurture that top talent by recognizing and rewarding their unique strengths, right? Each one of our team members have unique strengths. They're all different in their own way. And so we want to make sure that we're nurturing that difference. Hey, you've hired them. You've chosen them, right? We've got people on our team that we've hand-selected. Now we might have people that we've inherited as well. Um, And if they're coachable, fantastic. And if they're not, well, those are conversations we have to have. But at the end of the day, we want to make sure that the team we have is that we're consistently nurturing them. It's kind of like giving that that standing ovation for that breakthrough performance. This, my friends, is where leaders can really get stuck sometimes. You know, often leaders think that that thank you is sufficient, that thank you is enough. Hey, it's their job. Why do I need to do more for them? Um, Because this is their job. This is what they're getting paid to do. Well, let me ask you a question, leader. If you had a choice to hire someone who showed up to the interview, they looked fantastic, they smelled good, they answered all the questions, their shoes were polished, they gave you the right answers, uh, versus someone who, you know, went that extra mile to learn a little bit more about your organization, to maybe learn a little bit more about you, somebody who observed some of the strengths and the challenges of the organization and maybe had a really rich you know, really educated conversation about how their talents might be able to support you, even though you didn't ask those questions. Imagine if you're with those two candidates, both presented well, both answered all your questions, but one did that extra, right? Chances are that person might stand out to you. Different is better than better. Right? That one person might stand out, and that may be the person that you decide to bring on board. And so they're, if they're going to give you that extra effort and you you reward them by hiring them, why don't you think about it from a, from a leadership perspective? You got to give them your best. They expect a different type of leader. You have an expectation of their performance. Well, they have an expectation of their leadership. And so you want to make sure that you're continuing to encourage, um, you know, going above and beyond. The second thing I sometimes see is companies just never get around to developing a rewards and recognition program. I see this a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And it's sad uh, because no matter how big you are, how small you are, Developing a system that allows you to reward and recognize your people is so important. The third thing I see is, you know, some leaders just get it. They prioritize their people. They prioritize customization um, and and they really see the rewards of it. One of our clients, uh, Christine, um, Christine, you're a fantastic leader. You know what I tell you all the time. You uh, really get it. And so one of the ways she rewarded her team was that during the, the height of the pandemic, you know, she rewarded her team with the 
the ring video camera things, the doorbells. I don't know the actual name. Um, I'll put it in here somewhere, but um, they were like ring video. Maybe they're not called ring. I don't know what they're called, but they're like doorbells where you hit it and a video records who's at the door and to make it more convenient for her team. Now her team was already already working remotely pre-pandemic, but, but during the pandemic, you know, they were confined to their home. And so, um, you know, she noticed a lot of people getting deliveries and Amazon packages and that kind of thing. And she thought, huh, this might be something different for all of them. And so she purchased that for her team. And I thought that was really brilliant, you know, customizing something, but rewarding their team uh, with, with something that they'll be able to have in their home forever. And they didn't ask for you know, there was another great leader I work with that's really great at recognition as well. Her name is Najette. Uh, Najette, you know, I'm always praising you for, for doing this. And she's consistently engaged with her team. She knows her, the ins and outs of her team uh, like nobody else I know. And she's really comes at it from a genuine perspective. She has this compassionate lens, this really empathetic lens as a leader. Because she's so loyal to learning about them, her team is so loyal to her. Right. And not only are they loyal, but they're committed to excellence. You know, when they go into um, into a home and and um, they're in the cleaning industry and so they clean and um, they're not just cleaning, they're committed to like exceptional cleaning. Um, and there's a million things that she does. Maybe I'll do a whole episode on it. But, you know, she's really committed to that rewards and recognition, because here's the thing, you know, when you're you're celebrating your team, she customizes so much when you're celebrating your team. They come together, they work together. And when you need them, they're there, right? And it feels good. It's a human need to feel recognized and appreciated for the work that you do. Okay, I got one more story on this one. I know I got to move on, but this is one more that's really good. I'm thinking of another client and someone I can also call my friend. Um, and she's like a, a master of personalization. Her name is Linda. Um, and we were recently chatting and she was sharing about uh, how she gifted one of her team members, one of her amazing team members. She's got a fantastic team as well. Um, she was thinking of what to gift them. And she's like, oh, they need a little vacation. And so she used this um, company she found on Instagram called Guess Where Travel. Um, and I'll make sure I put a link to them in here. And I thought their Instagram was fantastic as well. And so she gifted them a trip. So now they can pick where they want to go and what they want to do. But she chose that because that was what was important to that individual, right? So we're not just like giving a catalog and saying, here, you've got a hundred points, pick pick what you want, how you want to be recognized, but it's customizing and it's crafting and it's a leader showing their team member that they care and I'm listening, right? There's a, a statistic that, uh, that talks about how 85% of employees globally, ready for this one? 85% of employees globally, are actively disengaged at work. And that was a, a Gallup study done last year. Scary, right? So in order to keep them engaged, your leadership will allow us to be able to really nurture the, their talent. So rewards and recognition, I know I spend a bit of time on it, uh, but it really is an important one. It's not all about, you know, just paying somebody a bigger salary. Of course, it has to be a fair salary, but it's about the little ways you can really show gratitude and appreciation to them. All right, last one, E, when it comes to shine, is about evolving continuously. My friends, leadership is not about being in charge. It's about taking care of the people that are in charge, right? We want to be able to keep learning and growing. And the more you can kind of water the garden, the more it grows, 
right? Now you might be asking yourself, Crystal, you know, how do I keep growing in a world that's constantly changing faster than the speed of light? Well, the reality is it's really hard. It's really hard. But here's a tactical tip that I want to share with you that's quite refreshing as well. It's called micro learning, and I really encourage you to embrace it. So, of course, we want to be able to, you know, take courses and certifications. Hey, that's what we do here. Uh, But aside from courses and certifications, taking a look at like micro learning, little nuggets. This is why the coaching sessions are so important. You know, these little kind of bite-sized pieces of education and inspiration that you can deliver throughout the day. I think of it as kind of like a cupcake. I'm a sweet person. I love sweets. And I can never finish like a big dessert. I just want a bite, right? I just want that little bite after my dinner Uh, or like a cupcake. I can't eat a whole cake. I can't even eat a whole slice of cake sometimes, but I just want that little cupcake. And so that's what I want you to think about when it comes to uh, making sure that you're continuously evolving. You're educating your team continuously. Give them those little bite-sized micro learnings. It really helps them to stay inspired because the reality is we don't know what we don't know. Right. And so if you have to engage the help of someone else, do it. But make sure that your team is consistently growing by just those little bite sized amounts of learnings. All right. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Leaders Listen Up podcast. And my friends, if this episode shined a little something for you, hey, don't keep it to yourself. Great leaders are about sharing. So share it with a fellow leader. Uh, comment below. Send me your messages. Uh, but stay connected. I'd love to, to hear your comments and, and hear your takeaways. How did this help you? Did it help you? Did you start to put something into practice? You know, together, we can really create a, a leadership revolution if we start to share and engage others to really be phenomenal leaders. So let's work together to strengthen leadership across the globe, my friends. Share this, share a piece of this with somebody that you know will benefit from it. Thank you for tuning in to the Leaders Listen Up podcast. Remember to leave us a review and share your main takeaways from this week's episode. Hey, my friend, your insights help to keep us bringing you fantastic content that you want to hear. And don't forget to check out the link in our show notes for more information about our Leadership Experience Excellence Training. Until next time, remember, an excellent customer and employee experience can be your most powerful competitive edge leader. Stay tuned, keep growing, and let's create leaders who inspire inspire greatness. Together, we're not just building businesses, my friends. We're building a brighter future. So be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that notification bell and stay connected with us on our social media platforms. Make sure you also check out the link to our Leadership Experience Excellence Training. We have a new cohort starting in October. We'd love to see you. We'd love to share if it's the right fit for you. Um, So click the links and stay connected. Hey, leaders, until next time, keep igniting your team, exciting your team, and delighting your team at every level of your organization. Never stop learning and always remember to listen up.